Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Insight Podcast. Our guest today is Andre Martin, our leadership mindset and golf performance coach. And we all know by now, hopefully, if Andre is on our podcast, it must be Mindset Monday. Now, Andre is an LPGA Class A Life member, a nationally recognized top 50 golf teacher and expert, and a member of the Maine Golf Hall of Fame. Recognizing golf's value as a business tool in today's competitive marketplace, Andre works with individuals, groups, corporate, or organizational clients to create educational and team-building programs that enhance the professional success of aspiring executives. Andre Martin, welcome back to the Success Insight Podcast. Thanks, Howard. It's always good to be back for Mindset Monday and have fun with comparing golf to business and more. Fantastic. Yeah, this has been a very interesting series, and I am so glad we kind of set down this path this year to produce a podcast series. For me, from a mindset perspective, I mean, we're using this medium of podcasting and communication. And, you know, the key with the series is we've been fairly consistent almost every Monday. Now, we haven't been on every Monday, but I think we're going to be in the 30-something range by the time we end. And just this whole idea around mindset, consistency, what do the numbers look like? Are we getting listeners and likes or downloads, comments to the podcast? Are you getting the response that you expected? And I think by the end of the year now, we're going to definitely have to go back and look at the data and see what's been the reaction. And, you know, this technology, the fact that this is available and this whole topic of mindset, it's just, it's wonderful because it's, it's mindsets everywhere. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. Indeed it is. There's always been this saying in golf that golf is 90% mental. Well, what does that really mean, right? I appreciate the opportunity that we've had to share the possibilities that there are to overcome yourself and really succeed. And today's subject is the technology mindset evolution. A little different take, a little different angle. And what inspired that is I was having a conversation with a couple of my fellow teaching professionals and we just recently had the Masters Tournament. Dustin Johnson very successfully won the title. And there's this trackman technology on any production on TV each day of the week in a tournament. And it shows you launch angles. It shows you what's the club face doing? What's their angle of attack doing? What's their smash factor? What's their club head speed relative to ball speed? and more and more and more and more. And what I know a lot of my students enjoy is watching the trajectory and the colorful drawings and lines, how it shows that the path and the curvature of the golf ball and how the trajectory has shifted and changed over the years. And it's really interesting. And we've collected a lot of data from all the tour players and from driver 
to the woods, irons, everything in the bag all the way down through to the putter now is being collected. And it's like, what do you do with all this information over time? Well, there's been averages that have collected and more number of greens hit in regulation and why and what's, what's the shot patterns look like. But what I really appreciated about DJ is that he was sharing what he did with wedges. Now, for most golfers, 125 yards and in is 68% of your score. Of that, 30 to 40% is putting, right? So wedge game is really important. For most golfers, your wedges are going to be used 100 yards and in. For a tour player, a male tour player, many of these guys can hit a wedge 150 yards. And that's your average male maybe hits their six or seven iron that far. So when a tour player is calibrating and needing to hit their wedge anywhere from 10 to 150 yards, there needs to be a lot of information and practice over and over and over in order to know, okay, I've got to hit this 40 yards. What's my 40-yard shot? Oh, now I've got to hit it 130 yards. More importantly, you would think it would have to do with all those factors that I spoke about at the beginning of this session. But what is more important is most green depths average between 25 and 40 yards. So if a flag is in the front of the green and you've got to hit a 50-yard shot, what it oftentimes would mean, if it's at the front of the green, you may have to carry the ball 40 yards to hit it 50 yards. Well, most amateurs don't know how far they carry the golf ball. And the reason for that is each wedge is going to roll out different distances. So DJ's perfected how far he carries the ball to create the need for different distances. I have a question. When you say carry the ball, I'm hitting my wedge 40 yards, but my carry is the moment it hits the green and keeps moving. Exactly. Okay. So if you got a flag position in the front of the green, you've got to carry it and get it to settle down quickly. Right. If the flag position's in the middle of the green, you've got a lot more rolling room. So for your amateur golfers at 150 yards... I just want to hit the green. You want to hit the green, exactly. That's right. But if the flag is at the front at 150 yards, there's a pretty good chance that your 7-iron is not going to carry 140 yards. It's going to maybe carry 130. Therefore, you need to select a different club. And this is really key for scoring. And this is a big difference in getting your handicap lowered. And it's a huge difference and why the tour players make it look so easy. They know exactly how far they carry the ball and how far it's going to roll. I'm curious, can a golfer, a pro, can they feel with a club, whatever? In an earlier episode, we talked about there's three or four different kinds of wedges. Mm -hmm. There's the pitching wedge, the sand wedge. There's the lob wedge, and there's probably maybe another wedge. And a, and a gap wedge. And a gap wedge. Typically. Is the pro that tuned in because he or she has practiced it enough that they can tell 
I don't know what you would call it. Your yes. What's that? Yeah, the answer is yes. So you're you're talking about trajectories and how much you can loft the ball and how much it's going to settle down, how much it's going to roll. A lob wedge might only might only roll zero to five paces, but a pitching wedge is going to roll maybe twenty paces. And they know that. They so know that. Gotta, got- absolutely, they know that. And then so they've got that feel. Not only that, they could take a sand wedge and turn it into a lob wedge and have it produce a whole different type of shot. I could I could teach a golf school for three days just on short game alone and not exhaust all the possibilities. That's exactly what you and I are going to be working on when when eventually we are in the same. You got it, Howard. At the same time. <laughs> so all this data that's being collected. I mean, in the business world, there are so much around analytics, business intelligence. I mean, somewhere in the two thousands, it became the name of the game, collecting all the kinds of data. I mean, the marketing people, the, the the folks that are looking at the behaviors down to what do I look at? What do I stop at in a grocery store? I mean, there's data being collected everywhere. And at some point, people are making decisions about the data and what the package is, what the pricing is, how does it need to be displayed? And people care about that. And I think people like me are, in some ways, I'm not oblivious to it because I know it's happening. But all this data, I mean, there's people in the business world, the marketing, the sales, business intelligence that care about all this data and how they use it. And then what you're saying, too, is the pros are care about all this data as well, what's being collected and how they can use it. But there's also a need for creating feel and tempo, rhythm. And that helps you determine what kind of club to select. And in a business setting, I think what's even more important for, for, for business owners right now is, okay, we got all this data. What do we do with it? So what is useful and relevant to what we're trying to achieve here? And so practice also creates options. You, your practice creates all these different types of shots, all these different types of targets so that you can then narrow it down and say, okay, in this given instance or condition, I need this shot. In this other condition or instance that we're looking at and target that we want to hit to, I need this shot. That's very much a similar analogy for business because business is having to shift and move constantly right now. And so knowing all of these different possibilities and all these different options to zoom in and really nail that target, the sharper you get with it, the better you are in all instances. You and I haven't mentioned this in a number of episodes, the the think box, the go box. And it's almost as though there's the mindset about, am I having a good day, a bad day? That aside, if the ball is X amount of yards from the pin, am I using that preparatory time before I actually step up to hit the ball to essentially engage that feel memory of this is what a 130-yard hit with a 10-yard roll, this is what it feels like, and kind of get into that mindset? Is that what's happening? Absolutely. 
I've said over and over, success is when preparedness meets opportunity. So if you've practiced a shot up and over a bunker to a green that only gives you 10 yards of roll versus between two bunkers where you can bump and run at 30 yards, you're going to pick two totally different shots. But a seasoned expert is going to know exactly what shot to choose. And to your point with the think box, go box, they are absolutely in that think box saying, okay, which club am I selecting that's going to get me tighter? So and or give me an opportunity to knock this in the hole. And at worst, leave me that one putt. And I've played this and practiced this enough. I know it is this shot. Phil Nicholson, Seve Ballesteros, all these guys are just masters with their coordination, their hands and the wedges. I mean, even Tiger. And then you look at all the guys that have come through today. DJ has practiced that over and over and over again so that in any pressure situation, he knows, okay, I've got to land it and maybe hit it past the hole and have it suck back 10 paces. Great. I need this shot. And it might be a half, three-quarter, quarter. And how square are you keeping the club face? How much are you releasing the club face? There's all these things that have gone into play but in that think box and go box scenario, you're pulling the club, you're picturing in your mind, okay, this is the shot I'm creating. This is the shot that I've, okay, we've practiced this over and over again. We've got this, nail it, go. And then you step in and execute it with the confidence that you can pull it off because you're prepared and ready. And that data that you've collected in your practice has proven that you know how to nail that target in that given moment. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely this use of technology and this creating and using it to know what my capabilities are, my you know trajectory, spin. Well, when we get get into all those matrices, we can we can get data detailed till you're blue in the face. But then there comes a the time where you got to pull the trigger and execute the shot and get into action and go. Yeah, even in the business. I mean, you can get all the data, but eventually you have to step up and deliver. Absolutely. Isn't that interesting? There's a lot of engineering to it, but even in engineering, there comes a time where you just got to hit that go button and just trust that everything's ready to roll. And get out to the course and just practice, practice, practice. I mean, it's nice that the pros, they, they can afford to go out there and practice doing what they love, but... You know, the the executive, I mean, he, he or she gets out to the driving range. And now I know why all those pins are in different places. You can practice. Absolutely. That never dawned on me until just, just ah, today. There you go. There you wow. go. Isn't that interesting? Yep. Fantastic. Well, Andre, if our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, where are the best places for them to go? Sure. They can go to my website, which is andregolf.com. Andre with two E's. I also have a YouTube site, Andre Martin Golf, and I'm also available on Facebook and LinkedIn. Fantastic. Well, we'll definitely provide the backlinks to your website and to all of your social sites as usual. And once again, thank you so much for joining me on the Success Insight Podcast and another wonderful, insightful episode of Mindset Monday. My pleasure, Howard. Thanks a lot.
You're very welcome. All right, folks, we've just been chatting with our leadership mindset and golf performance coach, Andre Martin, and our episode of Mindset Monday, the technology mindset evolution. We do hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you have any comments, you know, please let us know on our main webpage, successinsightpodcast.com. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn at Success Insight Podcast. And you can listen to this episode or download it via the podcast channels, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music. And you can also find us on YouTube as well by searching for Success Insight Podcast. All right, folks, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do go out there, have a phenomenal day, take care of yourselves, your family, be mindful of your community and be safe, practice social distancing, wear your mask, and we will see you on the next episode of the Success Insight Podcast. Take care now. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.